0: Backing out of a wedding two months before it happens. That's what we had in Am I Wrong Today? And, man, people had some strong opinions on that one. Uh, We also had a a new dating app that Chelsea was a huge fan of. (laughs) We know where her head is at. And then uh, Are We Getting Smarter or Dumber? We covered that in Maybe It's Just Me Today. It was a really fun show today, and you will get to hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. Is it too late to back out now? That is a question that we have up today, and am I wrong? We are joined by Simone right now. Simone, what's going on?
1: I'm just in this really weird situation. Yeah, I'm supposed to be in my friend's wedding. Um, I have the bridesmaid's dress, everything. But I just think she's making a huge mistake. I really don't think she should marry this dude. And so, yeah, is it wrong if I back out now?
0: Oof, when is the wedding?
1: Ooh-hoo. It's in two and a half months.
0: Okay. So not not down to the wire completely.
1: Well, that's, well,
2: when did they get engaged and when did you
1: get the dress? I just got the dress about three weeks ago um, because oh. they were, like, selling out. So I had to get, you know, I had to make sure that I had it. Um, and, you know, I have so much guilt about this. What? Um, they got engaged, like, six months ago. So it's a relatively quick engagement. Oh.
0: What is it about him that you just think that this is a huge mistake?
1: He's such a jerk. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't take this guy. He's like, so he's been so negative about the planning of this wedding. Like every day he's like, I don't even want to get married. Like he'll say stuff like that when he's drunk. And I'm like, dude, the truth comes out when you're drunk, you know, yeah. like stop saying stuff like that. it just makes me really nervous.
0: Well, so, okay. So when they first got engaged, you weren't against it right from the beginning. You thought, okay, she's engaged. I'll be in the wedding. But now as time has gone on, you're like, this dude's a jerk.
1: Yeah, exactly. I liked him at first.
0: Okay. But like,
1: there's just been little things with the planning that has just really rubbed me the wrong way. Like for instance, we all did like a makeup trial. I mean, she was like the main person that did it, but we were there and we had champagne and stuff and she looked gorgeous. And we went back to her apartment and he was there and he was like, it doesn't look like you. Like, he, he wasn't like, oh, my God, you look beautiful. Like, he was like, this doesn't even look like you. And then she was like, guys, I don't think I'm going to, like, get my makeup done. I'm like, yo, it's your wedding. You know, like, he just, he's just such a downer.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. no have you talked to your friend about
2: this and, and your red flags?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've asked her, like, a bunch of times, are you sure you want to do this? You know, and she's like, yeah, he's just having a hard year. You know, he's he's just not himself lately. And I'm like, okay, but also like, this is supposed to be the happiest time of your life. I think like what really just hits home is that when I was planning my wedding, I was so happy. You know, my husband was so happy. My fiance at the time, like we had so much fun and it was so romantic and like, this is none of that, you know,
0: what would it do to your friendship if you did say, Hey, I just don't agree with this. I'm not going to be in your wedding. I can't condone this. What do you think it would do to your friendship?
1: think you i don't know i think it might be over i but i'm like i feel like a bad friend like pretending that she should do this
4: do you are you okay not going to it like are you okay losing your friend i think that's kind of the question that is kind of rolling through my brain
1: no not really of course not like i that's why i feel ugh, why am like tormented by this cuz i feel like a bad friend if i go and i feel like a bad friend if i if I don't go, it's, it's really hard when it feels like you
2: see them standing on the railroad tracks and the trains coming and you want them to get out of the way. And it sounds like you care about your friend a lot. I mean, how long have these two been together? Do you know him that well? Do you have faith that it's going to work out or not so much? It was
1: a quick, like she met him abroad, um, um, at like some events and like they both were from the States, but they like just happened to meet. So we didn't have any like mutual friends.
3: Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I haven't known him that long, but I will say like from the beginning, I really liked him, you know, but like, you know, my mom always said to me, like go through the seasons with someone, right? Like they Bye. were, they met and then like three months later they were engaged. You know what I'm saying? Like it just feels really, and now it's like, as I get to know him more, like I just, I don't like what I see. And I don't think she likes what she sees either.
0: Boy, this is a tough one, man. This is absolutely tough. But this is what Am I Wrong was built for. So, Simone, what we're going to do is we're going to put you on hold, okay? You'll be able to hear all the calls, hear all the texts, and we'll find out, are you wrong for not wanting to condone your friend's wedding, even though you're supposed to be in it and it's only two and a half months away, okay? Okay okay all right hold on simone 320-656-9453 is the phone number we already got a bunch of texts coming in on this one and chelsea you told me something interesting you were kind of in a situation like this
2: this happened to me
0: all right we'll get your story coming up next to finding out how you handled it and maybe we can get simone some help so 320-656-9453 that is the phone number to help us out today on am i wrong on the kelly jordan show Is it wrong to back out of somebody's wedding two and a half months before it happens because you don't think they should be getting married? That is what we have up today. And am I wrong? Simone is sitting on hold. She can hear all the calls, hear all the texts. It's interesting, Chelsea. You said you were in the same position. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the texters are saying she's not wrong for feeling that way, but she's wrong for backing out two months before the wedding.
2: Yeah. Well... They're telling her, they're like, just go, like, be by her, stand by her and watch her go through with it.
0: So what kind of, what was your situation, Chelsea?
2: Yeah, really good friend of mine. Um, she was getting married to this guy. There was a ton, a ton of red flags. I mean, right. we all know those drama couples where it, they're fighting all the time mm-hmm. and it was just really bad. And so um, she got engaged. She was really happy. They were actually going to couples therapy. Things were going well. And then he fell off the wagon again and and just, I don't know, it was just, they were breaking up all the time. And um, she told me something where he got physical with her and I said, girl, yeah. I
5: can't,
2: I love you too much. I can't watch you and, and see you stand up there and do these vows with this guy. And I, I just, I can't do it. Because I know when they ask the question, <laughs> does anybody object? Yeah. I'm not going to be able to keep my mouth shut.
0: Right. And you shouldn't have.
2: Right. So I, I I backed out and I I had my dress and everything. And two years later, I mean, we didn't talk, but they got divorced and and then i was there for her
0: heather's saying i think you have voiced your opinion about her and him go support her and when they get divorced you will be there for her again <laughs> it will ruin your friendship if you don't go that seems to be the common consensus here is it's going to destroy the friendship this close to it
2: but i hate that you know cuz i i've been divorced and so and people come up to me and they're like oh yeah we knew yeah. Oh, oh we knew well, why didn't you say something oh, crappy
0: friends <laughs> You said you were in this position. What happened, man?
3: Yeah, uh, my advice. I've been through this with my uh, good friend. If uh, what she should do in my world is get all of the bridesmaids together outside of her, kind of like leave her and schedule like uh, you know just a gathering at one of their houses or something like that, and see if there's anybody else in the brides group or the girls that agrees with her or has or has seen the same patterns and then if there is other girls that are in the wedding in the wedding party um take those girls and then get the bride involved and have a like a girl's girl's day or a girl's meeting watch the bachelor or whatever and all like all the women together discuss it and just voice their opinion but you got to be upfront about it and you got to be honest about all your feelings that is in my eyes, I would uh, do it sooner than later if their wedding is only two and a half months away, I think she said.
0: Yeah.
4: Problem is, that's so, the most that's guy thing of all I, time. What's that? I, yeah, having, thinking my, that all the girls are going to get together and have a normal conversation right. about that. <laughs> Not
0: going to happen. I like, I
4: like your idea. Not going to happen. So what happened in your... We so, got well, 90 seconds. What
0: happened in your instance? Uh,
3: my instance is uh, one of my good friends was uh, kind of engaged really fast. Like I think it was like three months. They they met five months, got engaged in three, and uh, she was kind of still seeing her ex oh. behind his back. So mm. us guys got together, had a few beers, watched a sporting event, and we all kind of said, you know what, I don't think you should go through this. Maybe give it another couple months. There's no time frame on life. Like, you just take your time, yep. and why rush things? And he did, and then after about three, four months, they never got married. They just stayed engaged, and now they're not even together anymore.
0: All right, man. Hey, I appreciate the call. 320-656-9453. What should Simone do? Her friend's wedding is two and a half months away. She doesn't want to be in it anymore. Should she back out? Is she wrong for wanting to back out? Keep the calls. Keep the texts coming. We'll give her her judgment next.
5: With Kelly Jordan.
0: Simone is supposed to be in a wedding in two and a half months for a friend of hers. She doesn't want to go through with it because she thinks the guy that her friend is marrying is a complete jerk. Is it wrong for her to back back out now. A lot of calls and texts coming through on this one.
2: Yes, this one. and it's, it's intense. No, she's not wrong. I did the same thing for my best friend. I backed out of her wedding. I was supposed to be her maid of honor Lord. and I could not honor the wedding because I knew it wasn't going to work out. It did ruin the friendship for a while because six months later they got divorced. But then she said her girlfriend apologized to me and said I knew more than she did. And now they're still friends.
0: Seems that that's the common thread. Yeah. The friendship <laughs> takes a hit. And then it comes back when everything goes to hell.
2: That's why you know it's a real friendship.
0: True. We got someone sitting on the phone said they did kind of the same thing. What's up?
2: I have a similar experience
6: that one of my best friends went through.
0: Okay. When
6: she got married, Um, she had like a really quick whirlwind engagement. And they were married within like a year of meeting each other. And there were so many red flags. And we never really told her about our red flags. There was a lot of drama leading up to the wedding, but we let her go through with it. And within a month of them being married, they had a ton of issues and they were divorced within a year. Wow. And after she got divorced, she's like, why didn't anyone tell me? And we were like, well, you seemed happy and you wanted to get married and we just wanted to be there to support you. And she's like, you guys could have saved me so much heartbreak by just. (laughs) having been
0: honest. With yeah, but me. that's her that's her saying that after a divorce and everything else, had it been before the wedding, she probably would have had a much different lens on it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
6: Yeah, the hard part is, like, if you're truly, like, their best friend, you should be giving them that tough love that no one else who is all polite about it is willing to give them. Everyone else just kind of sugarcoats it, and, like, your best friend should be the one who can give you the tough love. Like, if you're truly their friend, you have to kind of do it, I mean, the guy said having, like, a little intervention, Mm -hmm. but you have to be, like, super honest about it and be, like, we're just concerned for you. We don't want to see you get hurt. Yeah. Um. And then also just saying, like, if you truly want to go through this, we'll be there and we'll support you. So she can't back out of the wedding, but she has to tell her friend, like, hey, these are what we're seeing. The bride still has two and a half months to kind of be like, oh, hey, yeah, that is kind of a red flag. And ooh, maybe this isn't going to work out and. You you still have to be there to support your friend, but you have to give her the tough love.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep. Don't just tell her what she wants to hear. A, a real friend doesn't tell you the things that you want to hear. It's what you need to hear.
6: Yep. Yeah. And that's after that situation happened with my best friend. We've been completely honest with each other. Like, hey, this guy you're dating? No. Mm. Mm. Like, <laughs> I love it.
0: No. That's awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for calling in this morning.
6: Yeah. Thanks, guys.
0: All right, let's get Simone back on the phone so we can give her her judgment. All right, Simone, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts. Your judgment today and am I wrong? People don't think you're wrong for not condoning it. They're just saying, "But two months out to back out of the wedding, that's kind of leaving her in a tough spot." Mm, yeah. But like okay. <laughs> Like we heard Chelsea earlier saying that you went through this, how did your friend take it?
2: Yeah, it it did. I ended up just not going at all. And, um, and I told her straight to her face the reasons for it. And there was some major serious issues. Like you brought up, he would get drunk and say, I don't even want to get married. Oh my (laughs) gosh. There, there's your sign. So girl, I got your back. um My friend and I, we did not talk for two years. Then her and this guy ended up getting divorced and I was the first person that she called and we regained our friendship after that.
0: That's awesome. I mean yeah. that's a that's a good happy ending on I this am. one. So you may have to go through a rough patch if you decide to back out, but in the end hopefully it'll be for the best.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, I I obviously like I don't I wouldn't like wish that she would get divorced, you know, like I hope it doesn't end that way. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I don't know, it sounds like your listeners think I should just stick it out cuz it's what? too it's too soon
0: i can't imagine if i ever would have gotten drunk when me and my wife were engaged and been like i, I don't want to get married anyway she be like fine <laughs> don't
4: then she was hoping you would say what? something like that
2: Girl, i'm just thinking of you when that when that pastor or whoever says does anybody contest this marriage or think you know a reason why these two shouldn't get married say your piece you know and there's just going to be that quiet
0: awkward moment and everyone's
4: it, staring at you cuz yep. you know If you do decide to speak up at the wedding,
0: call us back Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and get audio of it for us. (laughs) You need us
1: there. (laughs) Okay, I hear you. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much for calling, Simone. I wish you the best of luck on all this mess.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Remember weddings are supposed to be fun?
2: Yeah, somebody tucks that in. They're like, isn't this supposed to be the
0: happiest time of your life? Seriously, how often do we get calls about just crazy drama around a wedding? It's 90% of them. All the time. Kelly Jordan. It is time for a round of drunk dial. This is absolutely one of my favorite games that we play on the show because it's just absolute ridiculousness. And uh, I was laughing out loud when I was editing this one up this morning. So oh hopefully my gosh. hopefully you find it half as fun as I did. Now we gotta get someone on the phone to play, and I believe we have Alex on the phone with us right now. Alex, what are you up to this morning, man? I'm just on my way
5: to school right now. Alright, you too? Yeah, I am. Are <laughs> you going to high school also? No, I'm in college right now. Oh, okay. I was like, man, we got all the high schoolers listening. What are you going to college for? I am doing electrical line worker technology. Oh, Holy
2: smokes! Line men are awesome.
0: That's going to be an awesome future for you, brother.
5: Oh, I cannot wait. How much more schooling do you have left? I only got a couple of months. I graduate in May. Actually, I'm, I did their two year program, and I'm almost done. I bet
0: that's the kind of I bet that's the kind of thing too, where you get a job right as soon
5: as you're done. Oh, it's a, it, it's kind of some pickings if you're picky, but if you're not picky and you want to travel and go wherever, you can yeah, you can get a job right away.
0: That's awesome, brother. Good for you. Well, are you ready to play a round of drunk dial? Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to play you some questions that I asked the person who had had a lot to drink, uh, not just me, and you can either answer these questions yourself or you can drunk dial and guess if they got it right or wrong, Okay. Okay. So here is the first question I asked our intoxicated person. A football field is 100 yards. How many feet is that? Oh, that's embarrassing. (laughs) If you couldn't understand my slurring, a football field is 100 yards. How many feet is it? Do you want to answer that or do you want to drunk dial and see if they got it? I'll answer that. And the answer is? 300 feet. I can tell you're in college, man. Absolutely, it's 300 feet. <laughs> Let's see what would have happened had you drunk dialed. A football field is 100 yards. How many feet is that?
4: Twelve
0: times 100. Twelve times 100. 1200 feet. A football field is 1200 feet long. 100 feet long. A yard is 12 feet. So you're saying a football field is 1,200 feet long? Yes. No. Yes.
1: Answer,
4: 1,200 Alex. feet? Yes.
0: The answer is 300 feet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, a yard is 3 feet. A yard is 3 feet. <laughs> not 12 feet. No.
0: <laughs>
2: Yikes.
5: Alex, gl- she, she didn't get that one, man. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't listen to her.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't drug dial on that one. All right, here
5: is the yeah. next one.
0: What is a Fortnite? Now, I'm talking about the measurement of time, not the game Fortnite. I'm talking about a measurement of time. I asked her what a Fortnite was. Do you want to answer that, or do you want to drunk dial and guess if she got it right or wrong?
5: Oh, uh, I'm going to drunk dial, and I'm going to say she got it wrong. All right, let's see. What is a Fortnite?
1: That's something the nerd. <laughs> a Game
4: Boy, PlayStation, Wii Feed.
1: <laughs>
4: what
5: is it? It's a
3: nerd.
0: A fortnight is two weeks. It's two weeks. <laughs> it's two weeks of nerds. They're all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, she's a good-time gal, isn't she?
5: (laughs) It sounded like it.
0: (laughs) Alex, you got two out of three. You already won my value meal from Taco John's. Would you like to see, though, if you can make a clean sweep? Yeah, might as well. All right, here's the last question I asked. What galaxy do we live in?
5: You want to answer that, or you want to drunk-dial and see if she got it right or wrong? Yeah, I'll answer that. The Milky Way galaxy.
0: You are correct, sir. Very good on that one. Let's see what would happen if you drunk-dialed. What galaxy do we live in?
1: USA. (laughs) Stop it right now. (laughs) (laughs) What? What is
4: the question again? What is the question? What
0: galaxy do we live in?
4: The USA, (laughs) Brittany. Oh my God. The galaxy? galaxy. Do you know? No, 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 no! I got it. What? The world.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> She's patriotic
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man that, That's why I was laughing so hard When I was editing this one up I was like wow that was
5: a hot mess right there
0: Alex would you advise her to stay in school
5: <laughs> I would advise her to stay in school Yeah.
0: <laughs> well Alex you did it this morning My friend you won at Drunk Dial Woo-hoo.
1: What's trending Check this out Right here
2: all
0: right, what do you got for us, Chelsea?
2: Dolly Parton is coming to El King's defense following a very drunken Opry performance last month. I'll, I'll tell you one
4: thing more. I'll tell you one thing more.
5: Hi, my name is El King. I'm famous. Oof, man. It was rough.
0: It was pretty bad. She's like, You ain't getting your money back.
2: That was at the Grand Ole Opry, which is sacred to country music. She showed up absolutely hammered, slaughtered all the words to Dolly Parton's song, and it was Dolly Parton's birthday. So, and then she didn't apologize for it. She canceled a bunch of, you know, concert dates on her Instagram and everything went dark. And then along comes Dolly, like the angel that she is. And she told Extra, in her first interview about the incident, Elle King is a really great artist. She's a great girl, and she's been going through a lot of hard things lately, and she just had a little too much to drink. So let's forgive that and forget it and move on, because she felt worse than anybody ever could.
0: Oh, I believe it, man. Plus, L King lost all that weight, and sometimes you forget when you lose a lot of weight, you can't handle it like you used to.
2: Well, there's, yeah, that's true. And then I just dug a little deeper. I'm like, what's going on with El King? She slipped and fell. She was going downstairs to get her baby a bottle. Slipped and fell, hit her head, and so she has amnesia.
0: Oh, gosh. And
2: has traumatic brain injury. So she, girl's going through some stuff. So if Dolly says forgive her, we have to.
0: 100%. I already forgive. I already forgot about it.
2: Amen. And uh, we're getting a little spicy with Miranda Lambert. She is teaming up with Enrique Iglesias ah, for a new single. It's called Space in My Heart. Both artists announced it on their Instagram yesterday and I freaked out. And it's going to drop on February 22nd. She says, Texas meets Spain. Can't wait for y'all to hear this.
0: Awesome. A brand new dating app has a feature that I think is absolutely genius. Now, we're coming up on Valentine's Day, and maybe you're going to spend it alone, which, which is a tragedy. But you <laughs> think, well, it's possible there's people who spend the day alone. It is true. The luckiest people on earth. <laughs> I, I have so much anxiety over Valentine's the man Day. man of love. I can feel it. But anyway, so this new dating app, now this app is called Score. Okay. Score. Okay. Now, the reason why it's called Score is to be on this new dating app, you have to have an Equifax credit score of 675 or higher. Yes. Anything lower than that, you are not allowed to be on Score. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think this is genius, dude, because <laughs> I wish that we would have talked finances before me and my wife got married. Now, we would have gotten married anyway, you know, 100. because it wasn't all about the money, but it would have been nice to know what I was
4: getting into going into it. You think people are, are dating now going, the first question they ask on the first day, like, so what's your uh, credit score?
0: No, they don't ask. That's why if it's, you use this app, you're like, cool, I know it's at least 675, so I'm not going to inherit all this debt I if guarantee, we get married.
2: I guarantee it's a thought that pops in the head. like
0: Right. What, Especially what for women. Into- oh, I, right? 100%. Oh, got to be.
2: I got to tell you, people hide their finances. They have jacked up credit cards. I mean, your credit score... Tells a story.
0: It does. It's not just a number, right? Right.
2: And I'm not saying just, you know, write them off right away.
0: But, well, here, but there's a story. But here's the other thing. 675, that's not a perfect score. The highest you can get is 850. Whoa. Six seventy five is good. Is like a fair to good or good to fair. It's so like a C. in that's, school. That's
2: a kind of. Right, get degrees. That's what I'm saying. But at least <laughs> it's.
0: A, but if someone has a three hundred credit score, you know, like a, hey, they probably
2: it goes that low. Pro-
0: that's the lowest you can possibly go. Is a three hundred. What does
2: that mean? You never pay your bills ever. Pro-
0: pro- probably. I was say, how do you get that low? Maybe you never have taken out anything with credit, which is good if you have enough cash to pay for everything. But
2: I've, I've known people in the five hundreds, and it's a. It's a tragedy. It's
0: a struggle, yeah. yeah. There's some
4: rappers that will literally have the lowest credit score because they pay everything in cash. Right. So they, exactly. use, they maxed out oh. all of their credit cards when they were younger yeah. to get to where they are. Now they're super rich and they're like, right. I don't need to pay why those. Why am out. I like, going to pay that? It's like, whatever. Hey. it's My credit score stinks. I got cash. It's I'm fine. just going to
0: keep making my minimum payments till I die and let my kids <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Right. Let them figure it out. What's I don't know. Not yours. I, I wouldn't have this debt if it
4: wasn't for them. <laughs> yeah, here's they your, can chip in. What's a, what do I get for my dad? My dad's giving me something. <laughs> yeah, he's giving me hundred thousand dollars in debt. Ah, that's the way it goes. But listen, if you are
0: in the dating scene and credit score is important to you, then get the score app, and you know at least they got a six seventy five or higher.
2: I want to see these unicorns. Is that is that like an extra fee if you have a super high credit score? Like you're the you're the MVP of the app.
4: Could be there could be a rating system on a, there. You get a diamond status because you're over 750. Right, like,
2: like millionaire
0: matchmaker. Then uh, the more desperate you get, you just keep lowering the credit <laughs> score, and pretty soon you're down <laughs> to 300.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's when you go to Tinder.
0: <laughs> Someone wanted to comment on the dating app that we were just talking about. That you have to have a credit score of 675 or higher to be on it. What's up?
1: Well, good morning. Good morning. Hey. I just have to Hi, welcome Chelsea. I've never spoken with you before, Thank so this you. is good cool. On. Um, I my husband and I just had this conversation about credit scores the other night. Really? And uh
6: yeah, we both agreed that neither one of us would have gotten married if the other had a crazy score.
4: That's we'd conversation love right there.
1: <laughs> now, we broke love. We'd still be together, we just would not have gotten
0: married. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. So this app this dating app is actually a really good idea because see, Brian, you don't wanna have the conversation. But you should be having it. I want to have
4: the conversation down the line where she's at and going, you know what? Maybe we should have done this.
3: Nope, one hundred percent. Start with score. That sounds fantastic.
5: <laughs> Are we getting smarter or dumber? Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me.
0: If you listen to us this morning, you may not believe this, but the average IQ of people around the world is rising with each new generation. What? Right. Oh, sorry, Brian. See, I didn't even turn your mic on. How stupid am I? Anyway, so it's called the Flynn Effect, and they have to adjust IQ tests because of this, because if they continually kept them where they are, people would be scoring at genius levels on an IQ test that came out, say, 100 years ago. Dang it. You would be scoring genius levels. So they have to keep changing IQ tests so that the average IQ falls right around 100. Sad. Uh, no, it, it why doesn't, is this? Why? Well, it's called the Flynn Effect. It's because we just have access to so much information. <laughs> That we're, I I wouldn't say we're smarter though, because no, uh, no, I, I, I don't agree with Look this at, at the last dozen TikTok quote unquote challenges, trends, right. look the, at any of the trends The Tide Pod challenge, the to,
2: don't eat, look at the warning labels, how many of those right. have been changed over Exactly the years. Now this is nuts because 15 years ago, the average reading level for the United States was a seventh grade reading level in comprehension
4: mm-hmm. like What's, what's it at now?
2: I think it might be even lower, I don't
4: know yeah, That's probably where I'm at <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it says that the Flint effect is not about getting better at a specific type of knowledge or skills. Oh. It's an increase in abstract problem solving abilities. It's most pronounced in fluid intelligence, which is the capacity to think. That's got to be video
4: games, right? Probably, but I still don't buy in on it. Like you were saying, the TikTok trends. I saw somewhere that people are eating toothpicks. Yeah, they're eating right. deep-fried deep toothpicks. fried toothpicks. What? Like, what? At what point are you going? You know what? We've, this is going to be really good. Let's try this. Mm. Unless we've
0: gotten so smart, now we've like looped back around. We got to start doing dumb stuff to get. We're slowly going back to the caveman time. Yeah. We slowly got to get smart again. This is a wheel? Cool. I don't know. And, and like, I got, <laughs> you know, I got young kids and stuff. I, d- I don't see it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> their problem solving skills are not.
0: They got good problem solving skills. Okay. I'll give them that. And their knowledge of technology is astonishing.
4: Oh, I don't know.
0: I. But it feels like doesn't it feel like back in the old times like cool inventions were coming out
4: and I mean cool inventions are coming out now yeah you but got Elon more, Musk doing more everything science, you can. yeah they're more science based than like <laughs> yeah. everyday inventions right
0: dang
2: technology
4: yeah now you know there's no more handheld blenders that are going to be made now they're planting microchips right. in our brains which is a cool idea but iRobot right around says the corner says you I would no, argue it's the idea is cool I don't accept it
2: IQs are going up but our critical thinking skills. Keeping pace.
0: That's a great question. According to the Flynn effect, yes. I don't know what any of that just meant.
2: Hang on. Is Flynn on TikTok?
0: Everybody do your own research on that. Flynn's on TikTok. How do you spell that? F-L-Y-N-N. You should know that. I
4: thought you you were saying Flint the whole time. That's (laughs) what. what Would that change anything? I mean, I I know how to spell it. I just thought you were saying Flint. Would this change any
0: of that information that I just gave you? I
4: I still read at a fourth grade level, but I mean, I get it.
0: Either way, according to the Flint Effect, we are getting smarter with each new generation, even though evidence says to the contrary. But I found that interesting. And if you didn't, don't care. Maybe you're one of the dumb ones. I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And if you don't like that one, I don't care about that either. Because I know that sometimes I'm the only one that finds them interesting. And I don't mind saying that.
4: (laughs) Maybe it's just me.
0: Good morning. If you're doing this first thing in the morning, it's bad for your health.
4: Oh, no. I've probably I, done it.
0: I got that. I guarantee we all do it. <laughs> I got that story coming up next for you, too. It's all on the way. Yep. I got the most energy in this room because I do it right.
2: You know, I got to say, uh, I kind of learned that last time, too. You get out of bed as soon as you're awake. So yeah. even if I'm like a half hour before my alarm. I might as well just get up and go.
0: Right, you're gonna feel better the rest of the day. It's weird. It is weird, man. But there's a there's a rhythm to it all. It's your circadian rhythm.
2: Unless it's raining, then it's like just go to bed.
0: Well, you still got to come to work. I mean, you know, you have to come to work if it's raining, right? We haven't talked about that yet. I
2: know. Thank God, I'm so blessed. I love all this right. job.
0: That's good for you. <laughs> Either way, don't check your. I don't check my phone for 90 minutes after I wake up. So
2: then how do, how do you wake up? Like, what do you well, do? Well, I do? mean, my
0: alarm goes off, but I just reach over and tap my phone and it shuts it off. Oh. And then I go, three, two, one, blast off. And I get up out of bed. <laughs> I'm going to try it. it. It'll work. I'm, I'm telling gonna try you, it. it'll change your life. <laughs> I'll see if I'm not tired tomorrow morning. I didn't know Christian Bale was this good of a
5: dude. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. I got great news for you.
0: So Christian Bale has been living in California for about 22 years. He's been living there for a really long time, and he recently celebrated his 50th birthday. Well, one of the things that he wanted to do is he learned down the road by meeting some other folks that were in the foster care system that one of the biggest problems they have with homelessness in California is people aging out of the foster care system. You know, you turn 18 and you're just boom. If If The people, you're out. Right. What, what the hell are you going to do? Oh. So Christian Bale said that he traveled the country talking with foster kids and said and found out how hard it was for them to get a good life going once they aged out of the program. Because think about it. You're done with high school. If, if you can't go to any sort of post-secondary education... You're, you're kinda screwed, man. Right. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? So Christian Bale had this to say. These, these are people's lives and we need to be able to have them land on their feet when they age out, etc. And and there's so much involved in this. And it's it's a beautiful model. It's incredible and it's amazing that it hasn't happened before. So what he's doing is spending twenty-two million dollars of his own money to build some homes in California where people can live rent-free. Once they age out of the foster care program. Wow. Now there are some stipulations. You have to have proof that you're either going to school or looking for a job. Mm-hmm. So you can't just like camp out there for the rest of your life and right. there is a four year limit on you living there. But four years it's a long time to live rent free. Right. And get your life going. That Especially in make, California. That's right? a big <laughs> right?
2: difference. Big Huge
0: difference. difference. And he said that that's he said he saw a model like this happening in Chicago and saw the positive benefits that were happening in Chicago. So he thinks well maybe if I do this in California bring some attention to this is one of the biggest struggles that people deal with aging out of the foster care system, maybe we can prevent it from happening. I'm assuming this is in LA. Uh, I don't know where it is actually because they I was watching a video of them doing it. it. Looks freezing cold. So I don't know if they're up in the mountains or what's going on. But I
4: was just saying, I mean, either way, living in California for free for four years. Right. And then being able to save up enough money to go do your own thing or even go to college or something like that, that's really cool. That's huge, man.
0: So I didn't even know Christian Bale was a good dude.
4: I also forgot that he had an accent. Me, too. (laughs) When I listened to that, I was like, that doesn't sound like Batman. (laughs)
0: Where's
4: Harvey Dent?
2: Batman saving the world coast to coast.
0: It's unbelievable, man. And I love seeing stuff like this because. I didn't know that that was a huge problem in the foster care system, but Mm -mm. it makes total sense. But luckily there's guys out there who are paying attention like Mr. Christian Bale and are using their fortune to do something amazing with it. That's why we shine a light on these kind of stories every single day, because if we don't, you're not going to know they're happening. And that is a disservice to the world, and we'll do it every single day thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That is your happy hour. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We talked about uh, accidental drug abuse today. (laughs) Like taking a Lunesta with a glass of wine.
2: (laughs) So many drugs.
0: (laughs) But we're all trying to be drug free now. So (laughs) Clean it up. Right, as far as we know. So anyway, that was kind of what our first break was about today, I believe. So you'll hear it all right now. It's our bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Ugh. Man, I have a pounding headache today, and I do not know why. I never, ever get headaches.
2: I wish I had something for you.
0: Uh, luckily, Jen Leverens came through from the newsroom with some with a hot dose, so we'll see how that works. I don't know what she gave me, but she said it'll help.
2: <laughs> well, you're still up and dancing, so those are good, yeah. good signs. Might I'm not have been a nurse, some
0: leudes, man. I don't know what the heck it was.
2: You started seeing things. Just let me
0: know. I'll never forget that one time. So I used to have this boss. I had some wild years back in the day.
2: I believe it.
0: And I'll never forget one time we were sitting at a nice restaurant. And I had a boss, and I'm pretty sure he was into drugs <laughs> of of like, all natures. Oh, whoa! And one time we were out drinking, and I was like, "Dang, man!" I was like, "I got such a bad headache." Yeah. And and he gave me something for my headache. And I don't know what it was. I have no clue you what it was. You
2: can't remember it. You got
0: roofie. Man. I don't know. It wasn't roofie because I, all I remember is being able to drink and drink and drink and I wasn't feeling anything anymore. Maybe it was like an Adderall or something. I don't know wow. what it was. And I'll never forget. I'm like, my boss literally just drugged me tonight. You didn't question? I didn't like an idiot. Do you and remember what it looked like? No. The it, this was This was so long what ago. What was he
2: like? He was like, hey, take this.
0: He's like, here, I got something for you.
2: First off, when you're drinking and then you try to mix something <laughs> with it, I mean, it's going to be...
0: Chelsea, I was in my mid-20s.
2: Hey, you know, I don't blame you. Just last week, I was taking wine and gabapentin, so it's like, you know... I don't know
0: what gabapentin it's is. It's pain
2: pain, oh, oh, pain meds. Oh, go ahead, girl. <laughs> hey, go on, girl. It was after 7.30. I just wanted to sleep. Blast
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me I used to So my my wife's uh, dad My father-in-law He worked at a hospital And I used to have The hardest time sleeping Like I couldn't Shut my yeah. brain off yeah. So I think he got me Like lunesta Like he got me Like, samples of Lunesta. (laughs) or
2: With a little butterfly. Was
0: it Lunesta or what was the other one? There was two that were really popular there for a while. But
2: to help you sleep? Yeah. Okay. And
0: my favorite thing to do was to have a Lunesta and then, like, a glass of wine. Oh, Lord. And, man, I would just, (laughs) like, my legs would feel heavy. But you...
5: (laughs) You have to understand My
0: legs. when you never sleep, when you're just not sleeping yes. and you just get that feeling of like, oh my God. And I know that sleeping pills aren't good for you because you're not getting real sleep. Like you're getting chemical induced sleep. Yeah. You're essentially, you're essentially being suffocated all night long. That's why you wake up feeling tired. It's scientific. You can look it up. I've done my own research, <gasps> but you can, uh, so it's essentially strangling you all night long and that's why you wake up feeling so tired. Wow. So that's why He's I don't, aggressive. With, I do
2: with Lunesta.
0: All of that, yeah.
2: Oh, and okay, so it's a dangerous little butterfly.
0: Remember people were like driving... And they would have no remembrance. There was another one that I can't think of the name of it, oh, but it was another Jesus. It was another sleeping medication. And people would just be like, yeah, I drove to the store last night. I have no recollection of it.
2: I just know. I had some heavy stuff over last summer, right after my accident. And, yeah. and I, I just know that you got to take that. You got to give at least eight hours. So I talked to like, because I was still working and stuff. So I talked to my doctors. I'm like, okay, what is the, the maximum or the minimum time that I have to take this for it to get out of my body, because baby girl got to get to work, and so she's mm-hmm. like, "At least give eight hours." Once I did seven and a half, I was so messed up. Yeah, I don't know
0: what I was. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Uh, like my my wife, they gave her uh, after her surgery, they gave her Percocet. Oh, the perks! And that would just stick in her system forever. Like Dude, it just seemed to never get out.
2: I've been on Percocet twice, and you know what happens to me? I see rabbits. That's weird. Rabbits and like sometimes I feel like I'm hallucinating. Them. Happened again last summer, but turns out he was real. So I named him Chuck. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it wasn't drug induced.
2: No, I thought it was until I said. Well, we're, these him. are only
0: yeah. drug induced stories we're talking about. Truth. We're talking about.
2: And I don't like even taking Tylenol anymore. Really? I just want to be drug free. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Part of a drug free generation, except Yay. for caffeine. <laughs> right. Give it to me. <laughs> the most legal drug there is. <laughs> Either way. Uh, yeah, so a little bit of a headache this morning, but I'll, but we'll muddle through, you know. some Somehow gave- we'll see the other side. I wonder what he gave you. That's a great question. That, mm-hmm. I just, I remember waking up on my living room floor. Thank God, like someone drove me home.
2: No tattoos on your face. No. No pet I, tiger.
0: I woke up face down on my living room floor. <laughs> and I'm like, how did I get in here? <laughs> you know, I was fully clothed, thank God. I just I had I had a wild stretch and my wild stretch lasted a little too long. It was from like 21 to like th- till I had my daughter. Then I was like, "All right, I got to shut this down." Oh, well,
2: you're like I have to be the adult. Now. I gotta
0: be. Yeah, no one wants to wake up, you know, face down in the living room when you got kids.
2: I mean, that that's fair.
0: Dad, are you gonna make breakfast? <laughs> Who are you? Oh God. I just you know what though, I always tell my wife, I'm gonna look back on my twenties and those times. Yeah and I'm gonna be like, Man, I live the hell out of like I have no I have no regrets. Like, I have no. I feel like I didn't miss out on anything. If anything, I had too many experiences. R E
2: G R A T S, no regrets. <laughs> the tattoo. Regerts.
0: I got no regrets. <laughs> you
2: know what? Everybody's got to get their Buck Wild 20s out of their system.
0: Yeah, mine went on into my mid 30s. Mid 30s? So, I mean, yeah. that's fine. That's life. It's kind of embarrassing. All right, should we do some uh, history, Chelsea? Let's go. It was on this day. All the way back in 1959, and this commercial made me laugh when I was recording it earlier.
3: Barbie, you're beautiful.
1: You make me feel my Barbie doll is really real. Barbie's Nine.
4: small and so cute. Her clothes and figure look so neat. Her dancing off the rings the bell. It's an old
0: Barbie commercial. It's a little hard to hear because it's from 1959. <laughs> Barbie dressed for swimming fun is only three Anyway, on Barbie this day dress- in nineteen fifty nine.
2: Barbie dressed for swimming fun.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> only three dollars. Uh fantastic. but the first Barbie goes on sale on this day back in nineteen fifty nine.
2: Ruining women's perception of bodies for the rest of the world. Barbie.
0: <laughs> so Barbie did it?
2: But I had Barbie dolls growing right. up. Right. Did, thought- did you see the movie? But yeah,
0: I hated it. <laughs> um <laughs> I hated it. I knew they were gonna go woke with it, and it just bugged the hell out of me. We
2: talked about that, but we did like the scene with the Barbie Dream House. That was pretty cool. That
0: was funny stuff. There was a lot of funny stuff. Or the
2: Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa
0: House. But they can't. They can't pull one over on me. I know when they're trying to be woke. I see it. I see it a mile away. You you are woke. You don't sleep. That's right. Um. Anyway, yeah. First Barbie in 1950. My daughter never played with Barbies. I don't know. Like I don't know why she had them. She just never was like a Barbie. She'd rather be outside.
2: Oh, mine went grocery shopping. They fought battles
4: with
0: G.I. Joe's. Uh, it was on this day in 2000.
4: Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it. Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. Charles Schultz's last
0: Phoenix comic Peanuts comic strip ran in the Sunday newspapers because we learned that yesterday is the day that he passed away. That's a sad one. On this day in 2008... I've been accused of something I'm not guilty of. How do you prove a negative? No matter what we discuss here today, I'm never going to have my name restored. But I've got to try and set the record straight. Let me be clear. I have never taken steroids or HGH. Roger Clemens denied taking performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, Didn't he totally take in performance-enhancing drugs, though? Did not well, he... Uh- I don't know about Roger Clemens, so I don't know if he was or not. I
2: just think of Vac, like with the whole McGuire thing with baseball. Right. Oh, man. But
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, McGuire was clearly taking drugs. Oh, yeah. performance enhancing drugs. His uh,
2: biceps became the size of his head in like a Yeah, month. his
0: neck. The neck was a dead oh, giveaway. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Looked like a tree trunk. Dang. Uh, and then I only got one birthday for you to guess today. Celebrating oh. a birthday today, a stain on the history of America. <laughs> oh,
3: oh it
0: <laughs> Jerry Springer, it's his birthday today. So one time I tried out to be on MTV, and I you had to go to Chicago. Yeah, and you had to wait in a line. I waited in a line for like 14 hours. There was oh like gosh. there was like a thousand other people, and uh, you know he uh, Jerry Springer filmed in Chicago. Yeah, and he came down to the line where we were all standing, and people went bonkers when he when he walked up.
2: I mean. He's he's a he's a legend, man.
0: And it's so funny because this would have been like this would have been like 1998, maybe. Wow, so you didn't you didn't have a f- camera on your phone or anything like that. So I had like a disposable camera. I didn't even have a phone. <laughs> and I tried to take a picture of me and Jerry Springer like a selfie with the disposable camera. And I developed it, and I literally got the top of his head, and that's it. I was like, well. Here's my proof I met Jerry Springer one time. You have it framed at your bar. How old is Jerry Springer oh, today? Oh,
2: Lord. I'm going to go 70. Why are you shaking your head? 76. Oh,
0: you're close, actually. <laughs> really? Well, he's 80.
2: Yeah, He's the ripe old
0: age of Aw, 80 today. Jerry. Yeah, That's all I got for birthdays for you today. He's the only one I thought anyone would recognize.
2: That's okay. And shout out to all the kids' parents that he figured out. You know, I'm sure they're having birthdays, too.
0: You are not the father. Well, that no, that was uh, the other guy. That oh, was, was uh, Maury, uh, Ma- not Maury Povich. Who was the guy who did You Are Not the Father? I think that was Maury Povich, right?
2: Didn't they all do that?
0: A, a lot. I mean, Jerry's was much trashier, though. Why did people- Actually, no, Maury. Am I right? Was it Maury? Yeah, it was Maury.
2: Why did people not know this back in the day?
0: Well, it made for good television.
2: Fair. Happy birthday, Jerry Springer.